Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of The Pig Edge, Chagas's pig podcast with me, Amy Quinn, where we are bringing you the latest news, information and advice to keep Irish pig farmers up to date. There's no one more aware than you, the pig producers, of the importance of animal health in the pig production systems and the challenges that are on the horizon for producers. So on this episode, I'm joined by Superintending Veterinary Inspectors Dr. Caroline Garvin and Dr. Damien Barrett from the Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine. Who are here to talk to us in advance of Animal Health Awareness Week. We're going to discuss what farmers can expect from the week and the upcoming challenges for producers, including the new legislation on veterinary medicines coming into effect in January 2022 and the ban on zinc oxide from June 2022. Caroline, Damien, thanks very much for joining me today. Damien, Animal Health Awareness Week takes place from November 18 to the 24th. What is the main objective of this week and what events will be of particular interest to pig producers? Animal Health Awareness Week, um, the original objective of this week was to um, hold an event to raise awareness among um, livestock farmers and their vets about the importance of animal health. And it came about as a result of a a review of our early warning surveillance systems for exotic disease. Um, Those early warning surveillance systems, it's important that we detect these exotic diseases as soon as possible so that they can be brought under control quickly. this year, this year, for the first time, we're also incorporating World Antimicrobial Week in, into this as well, um, because um, good animal health and re- reducing antimicrobial usage are inextricably linked. Um, so that's that's the basis for the week. Caroline, um, Damien referenced their World Antimicrobial Week. What are the objectives of this week in relation to pig production? I suppose, Amy, the, the objectives are to build on the awareness that's already out there in relation to, I suppose, the focus, particularly on the intensive sectors with regard to their use of antimicrobials. And this World Antimicrobial Awareness Week, it's a global event. It's been around for a number of years. And the 18th of November is European Antibiotic Awareness Day. And to mark this as part of this overall joint initiative for the week, we are having a specific AMR uh, webinar and of particular emphasis in this webinar will be the pig sector. So we'd be really keen to to promote this to to your listeners, in particular to your pig farmers, because we have a pig farmer speaking on the event and he is outlining how he managed to reduce his antibiotic usage on his farm by 98%. So it's, it's, it's all about peer-to-peer learning and sharing of positive messages. And um, he has kindly agreed to come on and, and outline the strategies that he implemented at farm level and the very positive outcomes he had by, by, by being able to reduce his antimicrobial use. But at the same time, it didn't compromise his overall pig health, his performance and his, his sustainability of his business, in effect. So he will be speaking and he, he will also have his, his vet and his nutritionist speaking because it's very much a holistic collaborative approach that's needed on pig farms. I think, you know, the industry has, has been under a lot of, of pressure. We know there's a lot of changing requirements around welfare and, um, you know, it's to try and support the industry and the sector by sharing this kind of information. And and you you can never be too too informed, if you like. So it's to build the awareness. But we'll also be talking about it from a human health perspective because um, pig farms will be aware that we carry out surveillance every every second year, looking at prevalence of of salmonella and 
resistant bacteria in our pig herd. And the findings are published in a European report for all our, I suppose, our possible trading markets to look at. And it's, it's fair to say that the trends in the Irish pig sector are not good for salmonella um, resistance. Uh, we have quite a, a high level when we compare to other member states, we're, we're certainly 10 to 20 percent higher than, than a lot of other countries. And then we have the challenge of, in particular now, there's a, a multi-drug resistant salmonella strain that we have here. And I suppose the issue is that this strain can be detected now with, with new technology like the whole genome sequencing. If someone falls ill in Germany or wherever, the source of that salmonella that caused that disease can be traced right back to the actual farm. So, you know, there's a lot of challenges out there. And really what we're trying to do is, is promote positive interventions that can really deliver for pig farmers. 2022 is going to be a big year for pig producers with many changes coming um, coming down the line, including the new EU veterinary medicines legislation coming into effect in January. Caroline, what do farmers really need to know in advance of this? Well, they need to know that AMR was a key driver behind the content in the new veterinary medicines legislation. And so what that, this means is this legislation is driving towards reducing your overall use of antimicrobials in all sectors. But I suppose there's a particular emphasis, there's a medicated feed new piece of legislation. And in that, it strictly bans the preventative use of in-feed medication. So this is going to have a significant impact for pig farmers, where perhaps up to now there has been maybe an over-reliance or I suppose a, a, a routine use in some cases potentially of, of in-feed antibiotics. This will no longer be permitted. Um, there will also be restrictions on the quantities of, of antimicrobials that can be that can be prescribed by the vet. Um, the, the very much the legislation says that only the quantity necessary to treat the disease, but we are well aware and we've had a lot of engagement with, with, the, with the pig IFA on this and that there is, there is a requirement for pig farmers to have some medicines available on farm to use when they can't, you know, they can't always get a, a vet out. So there will be a, a provision to have a small amount, but certainly not 10 or 20 bottles of, of antibiotics. Well, it depends on the size of, of the herd, but it's just to basically where the legislation is going is it's clamping down on overuse or misuse of antibiotics. Um, the other challenge, I suppose, Amy, is the, the zinc is going to be gone from, from July of next year. So obviously that is going to be a concern for farmers. And again, I direct you back to our, our speaker at our webinar and, and he can speak of his experience with zinc and uh, very much looking at nutritional nutritional strategies um, to, to, to address any challenges you may experience when zinc is, is taken away. But I, I think that the message for pig farmers is to not to be, I suppose, not to be intimidated or afraid of the changes coming down, but to work collaboratively with their nutritionist, their child's advisor and their vet so that there can be a sustainable future for the industry because current practices really are no longer sustainable. There, there's a huge focus on, on human health impact of use in animals and certain classes of antibiotics, I, I should have mentioned, are considered drugs of last resort in human health. And so from going forward, it would be expected that these would only be used in exceptional circumstances on pig farms when nothing else will work. So there may be an expectation of farmers that they will still have 
you know, these antibiotics on a shelf to use, they won't. Um, the vet will be under under scrutiny, if you like, to only prescribe them when they're absolutely necessary. And if there is a justified need for them, no one is saying you can't use antibiotics. But what we're saying is we need to kind of change our behaviour and, and our attitude to them because the human health situation is just getting too serious. And uh, we will have a hospital consultant speaking and also a GP, and they will be talking about their their experience of AMR and, and the dilemmas they face when they have people coming into them and they have antibiotics that won't work and, you know, where they can go when, when, when they're running out of disease treatment options. So it's to put it in context um, for the pig industry. Caroline, you mentioned about the zinc oxide ban coming in next year. That's going to be coming in in June 22. Um, what effect do you think that's going to have on antimicrobial usage? Initially, you would expect that possibly antimicrobial usage may increase, but I think as as we as we we'll discuss with our uh, during our webinar, um, the particular pig farmer that we will be that will be talking, he was able to remove the zinc successfully from the pig diet without any adverse consequences. So you know um, there there is this fear that antibiotic usage will go up, that the, that the piglets will develop severe scour, but. Um, you know, I think there, there, there's solutions to this. So there may be a transient increase. And then I think when, when people develop alternative strategies, maybe, you know, working on diet and maybe keeping the piglets slightly longer with the sow, things like that. I think overall, the effect of the zinc will balance out within six months. I don't think we, 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 we will still have that need to use increased amounts of antimicrobials. I suppose what we're learning, I suppose, from a lot of the research being done on farms at the moment is that the effect, I suppose, is quite variable. Um, what do you think the farmers can do to, to best prepare for this? Because they might not all be as lucky as some producers who take it out and who have minimal effects. I think, it, it, again, it goes down to working with, with your vet and your advisor and your nutritionist to see what strategy works for you. Completely agree it will be variable because disease Diseases on all farms vary and the immune status of the pigs will vary. But I do think it is possible. I mean, the zinc was just having too much of a negative impact on environment and other issues. So I think it will make us face maybe the disease challenges more that are present on the farm. But um, there may be, as I said, a transient increase in antimicrobial use from July onwards. But I would expect it to settle down. Okay. And what um, DAFM support is available for farmers to reduce their antimicrobials and remove uh, zinc oxide? There would be a, um, an extensive communications campaign to explain what, what the changes will mean and how they will be implemented. So that's that's the kind of support that will be there. I suppose we have currently got TASA programmes running, both in relation to the biosecurity. And I mean, biosecurity, again, is, is, is key and um, the farmer that we are, have on our webinar will be talking about how improving his internal biosecurity has significant impact on his ability to reduce his overall antimicrobial use. It, it, it definitely is part of it. So, I mean, we would be encouraging farmers to get their biosecurity assessment done. Um, so, you know, I suppose all those kind of engagements are, are built into the support package. Caroline, pig producers have made great strides both in recording and reducing antimicrobial usage over the past few years. What, in your opinion, are the key factors for producers looking to reduce their antimicrobial usage further? 
I think, Amy, vaccination is a key is a key tool and it's to look at your vaccination program and develop it as much as you can, because although there is an initial cost with the vaccine, again, it has shown that investment at that stage of production pays off, pays dividends. So I would suggest increased use of vaccine. The other key thing is reducing stocking density. Now, that's an easy thing for me to say. But, you know, if there's any possibility of reducing stocking density, then you've got better vent ventilation, you have less stress on the animals. So, so those kind of husbandry management factors will certainly feed into um, reducing your overall use. And would you be able to describe the main risk factors, I suppose, for high antimicrobial usage on Irish pig farms? I suppose the main risk factors would be overcrowding, poor ventilation, um, you know, reduced vaccination and you know hygiene practices if you're able to leave a house empty after you know cleaning it out those kind of things you get a build-up of disease on all farms and, and salmonella is an ongoing issue and we know how complex that is um, we have a, a salmonella taza in the process of being developed as well so I suggest you know that farmers engage with the pig health check program and, and take advantage of these these schemes to, to, to further their knowledge of what they can do and tailor a, an animal health specific plan for their for their herds. Caroline, work published this year from Chagas shows that respiratory disease, specifically influenza, pericarditis and lung abscesses are among the main risk factors, along with, I suppose, finisher mortality. So factory data will obviously play a key role in improving animal health and reducing antimicrobial usage. Um, producers are currently eagerly awaiting the introduction of the AMPM system. Can you explain this system to us and give us a timeline for when it will be operational? Well, as far as I know, Amy, the, the AM system is already operational, so farmers should be getting data back regarding anti-mortem findings. But I suppose it's the post-mortem findings which will yield the most information, and that system is due to roll out early next year. There has been some delays but we're very much focused on having all this information in the in the one area, if you like, and that's going to feed into the, the whole pig health check dashboard because it's that will also then be able to measure, you know, your instance at postmortem and then you'll be able to reference back to your antimicrobial use. So it's it's bringing it all together. But I suppose it, it has been delayed, but we are hoping that the postmortem data will be available early next year. OK. And um, Damien, producers, I suppose, are well aware of the risk of African swine fever. Would you have a current update for us on this? As 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 you're all aware that this this is probably one of the more devastating exotic diseases that ca that can affect pigs. Um, thankfully, it hasn't it hasn't reached our shores, and hopefully, it won't because um, well, we, we are aware that there there may be the odd um, vagrant um, wild boar um, in in the countryside, but. And I think I think they've been dealt with, but um, for the for the most part in in Europe, this has been confined to Eastern Europe and and parts of Germany. So, th thank thankfully, it hasn't reached our shores. But I think it it still emphasises the need for vigilance, and particularly, um, I think the issue is among not so much much our commercial pig herds, where people are, as you say, are well versed in it and know the precautions. But we we are particularly concerned about smaller backyard operations, and um, during the course of our our um, our, our uh, webinars, we're going to have a talk on African swine fever, and 
emphasize the importance of good biosecurity once again for that. But again, I, I, I know I'm preaching to the choir here in the sense that most of your listeners are well versed in, in this disease and are um, have, have the precautions in already. Thank you very much, Damien and Caroline. Um, I suppose a lot of changes and challenges are coming down the line for pig producers and I suppose perhaps they can get some information or some answers um, at the events over the week for World Animal Health Awareness Week. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks very much. That's it for this episode of The Pig Edge and many thanks to Caroline and Damien for joining me on the show. Don't forget to listen and follow on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from so you never miss an episode. And for more information on the Pig Development Department, go to chagas.ie forward slash pigs and follow us on Twitter at at I'm Amy Quinn. Thanks for listening.